episode 25 uh back at the balcony chatter podcast the we decided as tim kind of said in the last episode to um do a couple episodes a week now with the the new content that's coming out all the all the new stuff with the nhl the nba um we also had our first guest on last week it was super fun went really well um so we actually decided that we would uh, do another episode this week and have another guest, right, Tim? Absolutely. We got uh, my my good bud, the Airbud himself of the Airbuds podcast, Jamel Johnson, on today to talk some uh, Washington sports, talk the bubble, all things uh, NBA and NHL that he feels like talking. Jamel, thanks for joining us, dude. Hey, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you for saying I am the Airbud. Yeah, it's absolutely. A, it, it is a fact. <laughs> absolutely, man. <laughs> Um, so, you know, as we're recording this, we got basketball back underway. Granted, it's uh, scrimmage games, but uh, Jamel, your boys went out there today. Would you, uh, did you, did you watch? What'd you think? What, how do you I, feel about this? I did watch. Um, I, I felt it was cute. <laughs> My overall assessment is cute right now. Uh, I feel like everybody's ready to suck bowl bowl off. Yeah, big and, time. And, you know, we could just, hey, I, I might want to suck him off too, but I'm going to wait a little. I'm going to see a little more of a sample size before I, you know, give him the full sucky. That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, congratulations on six blocks, but do it again. Yeah, you did it against basically a G League team. Let's be real. The Wizards <laughs> right. are fielding a G League roster. He also started at the three. Yeah, which is nuts i mean the, they started the like an all center lineup or whatever it was crazy. yeah you nicola at the one it was wild <laughs> and your center your center who who they have at five Millsap, who's the shortest guy? yeah 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 they did uh no Millsap was at the four and then they had a uh, plumley at the five okay sure sure it sure. was Jokic, grant ball ball Millsap, plumley from one to five fine if that's how you feel i was yeah. most impressed with the. Uh, Troy Daniels. Yeah. He's yeah, he uh, he looked really good. Uh, just begs the question of the Nuggets in the West, uh, which, I mean, I don't I don't know that they have much of a chance, but they're there. They're right there, and the deeper they are, the more I mean, of a threat I guess they must be. I mean, you're going to have to for, – for me to feel like you're a threat at all, you're going to have to beat us by more than seven. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to see a, a twenty point Wizards defeat before I start handing out title uh, considerations. You dig? <laughs> but without starters, I mean that's true. I mean, yeah, with none of our starters, that's just, yeah. that's like an important note. Like the Nuggets had their full team. Well, that's not true. They didn't have Jamal Murray or uh, my, my favorite, the Hood's favorite, Will Barton. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were just missing the two of them. But, are, you guys, um, are you guys aware of Will Barton's uh, 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 mixtape? No, definitely not. Mixtape. Yeah. No. Will Barton uh, came out with a, a goddamn a collection of songs. I don't know if you can call it an album or a mixtape. I don't know what people are calling them anymore, but the artwork did look official, and some of them <laughs> songs was all right. Did it have the parental advisory? Definitely. Oh man, <laughs> Will is saying some stuff, and he is also he's speaking on a uh, paternity case. He's in the middle of. Will really uh, he let it, he let himself go on this one. Oh man, this this actually uh, tees up a pretty good segue into the bubble. Uh, just in, what have you heard about the bubble? What do you what are your thoughts on Dame recording in the bubble? 
you know uh yeah i my th- my thoughts on dame are kind of i'm a little worried about dame future cover boy yeah you know 2K like 21 cover man i mean how many people have survived the cover right there's a weird now, thing on that <laughs> and now there's two of them yeah that so it that, could take out it's him and Z- zion which is strange already but sure and like I mean, I see Dame sliding into uh, more of a public figure kind of space, and it just it worries me because he was so um, he's been so anti that for so long, and that's what made him so cool. But now he's kind of like fuck it. But also, I mean, that has everything to do with us being trapped in a quarantine for the past four months. I don't know if it would come off this way if we were allowed to live normally you feel me but uh it just seems like he's like he's looking more for that spotlight and it's it's just not the dame i'm used to right yeah um what what else have you heard are you surprised by the all the negative tests what uh what do you think about the the complaints and how some players are saying this is like a resort out there what are your thoughts on the ball i haven't even really picked your brain on this outside of uh you know, being recorded on a podcast. So uh, I mean, I definitely interested. To, uh, it's you know everything leading up to Sham saying nobody tested negative the other day. Every moment was like, oh, this is a disaster, and uh, everyone involved is going to die, or at least their grandmas. You know what I'm saying? Like something. Right. <laughs> and but like, I, I guess fuck it. I guess this high of immunity shit is real. Uh, once they, I think. I think they needed to just uh, make sure they corralled all the bench guys. I feel like being a bench rider in this situation. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Double sneeze. Riding a bench in this situation is a recipe for disaster. Those dudes don't give a fuck about anything. They're trying to call hoes in. And, uh, yeah, I, I think as as long as everyone can make it until after the Kings have to go home, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I was listening to somebody, uh, I, I can't remember what podcast it was, but they had a guest on who was talking about how agents are, like, putting the fear of God into, like, those eight, eight or nine guys, like the eighth or ninth guy on any given team, about how, like, if you bring in coronavirus, you will never get a contract again. Well, and they ruin it for the entire team as well. I mean, you you, you compromise your whole team by doing something stupid because you aren't, you know, a star or whatever it may be. But like you said, I mean, that ruins your chances completely of ever. Nobody's going to want to touch you after that if they know that you have a reputation for kind of only caring about yourself and not about the team. Until the Nets go down seven players in a future coronavirus league, you might not get a contract. (laughs) Oh, my God. The Nets. Are the Nets going to make the playoffs? Are the Nets about to not make the playoffs? If they don't, you do. I know. It's How many kinda, games do you have to win? We got to win six, bro. Six, we got to win of six of eight. We're, we're five yeah. and a half back right now. Okay. it's. I mean, it's possible. This team could absolutely plummet. I don't or think, Jamal Crawford could go off for 50. I don't know. Yeah, I think what's more possible is the Nets losing all eight games. Yeah. I, don't I think, think so, too. I don't think we'll win six of eight. I mean, we've got the Lakers on there. Oh, yeah. But how early and how late? There's talk already in watching these broadcasts of they're going to rest or like there's no like the Nuggets. There's no point in them playing their last three games because two of them are L.A. And I think the other one's Houston. Um, I don't know. There's there's a shot, especially with these like cross uh, 
conference battles uh, in the in the eight games. I, I mean, there's there's a chance people phone it in and wait for the playoffs. I would love to see it. I'd, you know, it, give me as much Troy Brown Jr. as as legally allowed. Yeah, playoff Rui. Is Rui did Rui get injured? Is Rui out there? Yeah, today? yeah, Rui, eighteen and nine. Okay. He's, Have you been happy with his rookie season? His strange oh, rookie season. Rui's nice. I yeah. feel bad he ripped his nuts open or whatever, but uh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's what I was remembering. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, I mean, I I would never play for this team again. If no. somebody ripped my nuts open, I yeah, I don't think I could work with them. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. What? what, we might what have did to catch I miss here? It was okay. So it was like a it was a weird friendly fire thing, like totally inadvertent. But uh, Isak Bonga, like, kicked him in the nuts, and I believe I believe what actually happened is one of his nuts exploded. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. He got kicked that hard, and was out wow. for months. And they just Months, was yeah. they just called it like a groin thing, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. He never he never commented on it. No one thought twice either for a while. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Just, like, I bet for I bet the first time you heard that you're like, oh, I hope this isn't an underlying issue we didn't really hear about. Well, dude, when I first heard it, I thought I'm cursed. I'm fucking doomed. This dude, <laughs> yeah, right, this yeah. dude is a legit like double figure guy out the gate, and his nuts explode. No oh, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do uh, I? I guess uh, <laughs> this is going down down the road a little bit. But what do you think about John Wall re- rejoining this team? I know, I know that's probably a question you fucking hate hearing. But well, no, I mean, uh, I mean, I, it's. I, I think I think people poo poo it a lot more than it needs to. I think people shit all over the idea of John Wall, and like even if he's a shadow of himself, that's still a, that still could be a solid solid point guard. I agree. I absolutely agree. I'm more concerned with what it's going to look like with him having the understanding that he can't go 100 miles an hour anymore. I think he's right. very squ- skilled and can make all the passes, which has nothing to do with dribbling speed. So, yeah, I think he can still play point guard and, and be very effective. And, yeah. I th- and I do think it's a lot uh, extra. My personal feeling is any person – who mentions how bad John Wall's contract is, is racist. It's one of those triggers for me that uh, as soon as I hear it, I have you marked down. You're on the, you're off the Kwanzaa list. And that's just how I'm carrying it until I see otherwise, because he got paid for services rendered. You feel me? He took a team. He was the number one team, number one pick. And he took the team from hell. We do. We had a dude, Threatening gun violence. It got so yeah. bad that somebody almost got shot, okay? Yeah. It was really fucking bad. And he brought us up out of that. And actually he made us a nationally relevant team. And I think that's all you can ask. Because anything more than that is being a champion. You know what I'm saying? It's only one real step other than just being a, a team in the national conversation. I think yeah. he, I think he got us there, and I think it was important that we gave him this bread. And I also think he's probably just like a crazy nut of a dude, and uh, that's why he keeps getting hurt. But that's fucking fine. All these dudes are crazy. Right. I mean, we've seen – I mean, not to compare their game entirely, but we, we saw D. Rose completely adjust, and he dropped 50 after that. Exactly, you know? it's it's totally possible, uh, and th- that that's a guy who who it is similar in the sense that he his mind almost played 
out of the means of his body's abilities. And uh, I just mean, like, any, anything's better than having IT. Our biggest problem this year <laughs> was Hey, we love IT thing. over here. Whatever, dude. Don't even <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up, dude. Y'all should have kept them then. I I wish, man. I think yeah. I think I think we're gonna get very close to the finals, and if we if we can never break it with Tatum and Brown, I think it was uh, it's just you know karma exists, and yeah. Danny Ainge sold his soul to the devil for Kyrie Irving. He absolutely did. Danny Ainge is uh, in uh, for a fact going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for a fact he's going to hell, and he I and I, it was worth it. He got his one, and he'll never get another one. You mark my goddamn words. That makes sense. You know what? Danny Ainge doesn't give a shit because he's living his heaven now with his unlimited chip, free Chipotle card. I know, but he, I mean, that's the the way y'all, y'all draft like you got an unlimited Chipotle card. It's just yeah. like nothing Shout ever, RJ Hunter. nothing goes wrong. You guys just pick studs, doesn't, and you Whoa. just keep getting picks. I mean, top of the draft, top 15, top 16 is pretty solidified, but. That's not true, dog. We've passed it's terrible. On. You could, everybody passes on someone great. Yeah. Everyone passed uh, on Kawhi. Yeah. Our big one was taking Fab Mello right before Draymond Green. Okay, yeah, that's Rest a bad one. Rest in peace, Fab Mello. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, so? I mean, we, yeah. I mean, he's 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 all right. You guys he's got like, dogs, man. Jared Sullinger. He's not in the league anymore. All right, look. Okay, so some mistakes were made. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Terry Rozier. Seventh, I think he was seventh overall. He's, he's, he was really he's good. Hitterman. Yeah, he was. And he's, uh, I, I guess Charlotte's satisfied with him. Like, Jordan really likes him down at Charlotte and stuff. I, I, I enjoyed Scary Terry and that whole thing with the Bucks that year was fun. And yeah. I got no problem with Rozier. The Hornets were kind of feisty this year. I mean, but they're still very Hornet-y. Do you hear that uh, Terry Rozier had basically, he basically implied that he never even knew shit about Jordan before the last dance? Really? Like Terry wow. Rozier said in a in a <laughs> quote that he was unaware of the back to back three peats. How how can you possibly be a professional basketball player and not have any idea about that? How Wait, so you so this wasn't before Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this wasn't before Charlotte. This was before the Last Dance. While he's in Charlotte. Yeah, this was this. this was a quote from at, somebody asked him about watching the Last Dance, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, he, they, you know, because the question is always, what'd you learn about Jordan?" And they're like, "Oh man, you know, wow, what a what a great winner he was. I, you know, I I had no idea he had uh, won three in a row twice." And I was like, "What yeah. do you? That's what the one thing everyone knows." <laughs> How is yeah. it also that not like on a plaque? Every or like hundreds of plaques littered throughout the Charlotte Hornets. I don't know facilities, whatever. I this, that's just crazy to me. Yeah, I don't know, uh, and I I wonder what Jordan's reaction was to hearing this. But uh, <laughs> he probably said, "Who who's Terry Rozier?" That's yeah, true. it was the laptop meme. Uh, all right, well, I hey man, I know you're tight on time. Well, we got a couple minutes left uh, oh, with yeah. you. I just wanted to dive into some NHL. I know you know you're a Caps guy. Uh, Andrew, what I will tell you about Jamel is that he has the uh, the most sports threads in the game, and That's it's true. not just Washington. It's just across the board. He's got WNBA. He's got international. He's he's all over the map. It's um, true. I do have many a piece. No Boston shit for political reasons. As you guys <laughs> yeah. understand. Oh, <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? What am I supposed to walk around in a Boston? I had a, uh, I had a Bill Russell. 
when when Reebok remade all the throwback, like with the the year Reebok had the NBA deal and they were making the Swingman jerseys, they came out with some like hardwood classic series and they had yeah, yeah. and they had the Bill Russell joint. The spread Boston, like the yeah. very spread out Boston on the front. Yeah. yeah, and I had it and it was hard as fuck and I felt like fabulous, but like <laughs> I just woke up. One of my up. favorite ones you have is uh, the Ovechkin alternate from like years past, the white one, the, like the capital jersey. Yeah, it's the it's the what the the Winter Classic one or the Weagle. Oh, you mean the the, the no, Weagle? Yeah, no, no, you're talking no. about the Screaming Eagle. Uh, the, the, yeah, the Screaming the, Eagle the one, Wizards Ooh, colored. That's, one. that's a good jersey. Yeah, yeah like way back when they. I mean, Ovechkin could have been they, early years of Ovechkin when they used that. People jersey. like to act like that jersey sucks, but the Weagle nah, wrong. really sucks. The yeah. new jer- the new logo is ass, dude. That shit feels like it feels like I'm look I'm watching a tea party. It feels like I'm watching the tea party. It feels like I'm watching a political group play hockey, and I don't yeah. like it. No, I I get that. S- same That's with so DC good. United, also trash. DC United's logo is like a straight up like Nazi like bird, bro. It's like not. <laughs> It's wrong. It's that thing that Trump rolled out as, as his new thing that's just the eagle Nazi thing stolen and replaced with the American flag. Oh, well, I mean, just quick, I mean, who do y'all, where, what, what's Boston looking like? I was asking before, what, what's Dana, Dana Chara, what's Chara up to? Is he still real big? Well, still, he's yeah, huge. still real big. Still real big, yep. real old. Um, we have nine, we have nine players unfit to practice right now. Less. Um, well, more we went like down, four. Went down to yeah, four. Yeah, went down. Two of them being pretty important. Uh, one yes, of them being very Pasternak. Actually, Pasternak, three of them. Pasternak being quarantined as if he tested positive, supposedly has continued to test negative, but was in contact with someone who tested positive. For sure. Yep. Uh, fuck, fuck uh, they handed somebody. us the president's trophy that we, uh, me and Andrew will say we don't want. I, we, I would imagine you feel the same way about the president's <laughs> trophy with all the years it cursed you guys. What? Uh, yeah, that trophy sucks. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, but, but honestly, yeah, I mean, the thing about the Caps woes, I'll say, I blame that on our own fans more than any sort of uh, superstition or uh, like uh, crumbling over like expectations. Well, I guess it is the cr- like we put the expectations on them. It wasn't the team. Like whenever the Caps lost in the playoffs, the fans would be like, "Oh fuck these guys!" And I'm like, "Dude, have you ever?" Have you have you watched a game of Redskins football? Like, just be happy yeah. <laughs> that you're even getting to watch playoffs, you idiot! Like, yeah. not the to Orioles- mention you're watching one of you're watching one of the best players to ever do it with Ovechkin. For sure, man. And we always had a little. Squ- they always put a squad around him. I mean, Backstrom. Now, Backstrom, my dude. Personally, yeah, I'm a I'm a Backstrom Kuznetsov type of Kuznetsov goes crazy. Yeah, yeah, yep. Just like. What about your uh, your goon over there, uh, uh, Tom Wilson? I mean, that dude needs to go to prison. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he needs to go to jail. But I mean, Oshie's tight. Oshie, yeah, they, they need dope. to just. We wanted Oshie bad when, uh, when they he was should up for grabs. sell. They should sell bar stool to T.J. Oshie, and then I'd be. Like, <laughs> that'd be hard. Not to mention, and you have a great goalie. Yeah, your true. Goaltenders, very good. Couple dudes. Uh, uh, I will say this actually. So I, I I've done a lot of um, away game trips. I've gone to like probably ten to fifteen different stadiums at this point. And the trip that I took to Washington was actually my favorite trip I've ever taken. Um, going to see a game out there w- was great. 
Yeah, they go up, man. I used to run an open mic right across the street uh, at this bar jackpot. And, like, it just, it was crazy downtown. Like, it, it, in the Caps heyday, it, you couldn't host the show. Like, if the Caps were playing on Monday, we had to cancel the show. Because really? it's just not, nothing besides Caps is being allowed. It's definitely the, yeah. it was, like, hottest ticket in town. And, um... I mean, sure, sure, maybe it's a high percentage of Trump supporters there, but you know what? They put a, they put a good product on the ice, and that's all I could ever ask well, it, for. It, that's good to hear because seeing as everybody seems to think that NHL is probably the lower, you know, the lowest of the four major sports, it's a good thing to hear that they're actually drawing people in, and it's the the big ticket in town at the time. For Especially sure. In, yeah, in a big big city like DC. I mean that right. winning who has other options. Winning makes shit tight. I mean it's the same thing with uh like the in the WNBA with Minnesota and Seattle. Like because those two franchises all they do is shit on people, they can sell out a game. The rest of the league is like they can't, you know, really figure it out. I think we we the sticks just put it together because we just we built a smaller stadium. So now it's like we're playing in like a college size gym and it just it just feels better to be in a packed gym with 5000 people than to have those 5000 people in like a 40,000 right it looks crazy yeah a packed 5000 i mean i i feel like as a player i'd want to play in front of that rather than a scattered 5000 for sure Our i pack- mean all covid and future sporting viewings aside but yeah, yeah. yeah so i know as as tim said you're a little tight on time so yeah. Before we let you go, I just want to see if we can get a quick take on what you think the Capitals' chances are and how you think they're going to do going into the the rest of the, I guess we can call it, season here. Hold on. I got a couple seconds. Let me at least pull up the table. I know we were cruising before things kind of, you know. Definitely. And that – and you, it's like you guys are with us in the top four for like the round robin for seeding. It's us, yep. Philly, and Tampa. I mean, yep. I'm going to say probably not that high just because we were like every year we're, we're cruising in the regular season. So you really don't know what you're going to get. But like, I, uh, like for things to be going well and then to have this like massive stop in time, I'm, I, I'm sure somebody, some, some, some like mid like like a six seed or something to win it because and and especially in hockey where like I feel like lower seeds win stuff all the time and like yeah it's definitely the um the sport where like momentum is like the heaviest like it's like the definitely. most important so like I'm I'm but it's a level playing field with it though you know everyone's momentum's gone too at the same time mm-hmm. double edged sword going in it's gonna be weird yeah that's true. who you who y'all got. Uh, I mean, we—that's what—that's the thing. We think it's as much as you want to put an asterisk on both of these, uh, you know, the NBA and the NHL championships. At the sum, at the end of the day, someone's got to win it, and it—it it feels like it's the most level of playing a playoff playing field has been in either of the sports ever. Uh, just got a lot of people who are much more healthy. Granted, you got teams like the Nets who are you know pretty out of it. If yeah, uh, you know, didn't Orlando's you guys, not a threat, but hold on, didn't you guys? Wasn't it you and uh, Nashville in the chip last year? Us in the Blues, uh, yeah. Saint oh, it was Lewis, the Blues. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Saint and Louis the, the, the Blues got, yeah, damn. So you guys are right there. Y'all are due. 
Yeah. Uh, the president's I'm, trophy. We'll see. Uh, Pasternak was on pace for maybe 60 goals. Didn't get to see that. I it's interesting. Th- I feel like that Tampa team is always in our ass. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I just don't think Florida needs hockey teams. I think what <laughs> I, I would <laughs> like to. two of them or however many. Whatever result it takes for Tampa to get the fuck out of town. <laughs> I, I'm I'm for like, that. You're yeah. thinking let them let them win one and then they can just go away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, like something like that. Fly off into the distance, or maybe a Gilbert Arenas type disaster. They still got Le Cavalier. Is maybe Le Cavalier <laughs> brings a gun in and they got to blow it up, or I don't know. It could happen. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, Jamel, dude, thank you so much for joining us, man, and. Um, Keep a lookout tomorrow. Uh, NHL Seattle expansion team dropping the jerseys and the name. Some new oh threads for you. My God, if it's green and yellow, I don't know if I'm. I don't know. I don't know how I feel yet. <laughs> oh man, if it's Sonics colors, that'll be something. Yeah, I'm scared. Well, hey man, uh, we'd love to have you back on as as all this stuff uh, unfolds. Uh, you know, a little bit down the road when we finally get some real games to talk about. Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, I won't play fucking uh, uh, time cop on you guys. You feel me? <laughs> That's fine, man. We appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, man. All right, y'all. All right, Jamel. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Jamel Johnson, Airbuds Podcast at Broccoli House on Instagram. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we'll we'll link that when we post the episode and stuff too, so you guys can check it out. Absolutely. Um, oh yeah, and I guess I'll just I'll just I'll just. Uh... <laughs> Oh man, it's good to hear from him. I saw him once during quarantine, um, in traffic, <laughs> and he go. I talked to him for like two minutes as we're driving next to each other, and he goes, "This is the first time I've been out in ten days." It was the first time I'd like been outside in a week. It was earlier on. Oh really? Yeah, that's the. It's like I've texted him here and there, but it was good to hear from Jamel. And I haven't talked to him about the bubble at all. And uh, yeah, he shared some of our sentiments in terms of how it's like kind of a definitely surprising uh, that. The NBA's kind of got it under control. Uh, to be honest, I thought that they were going to be the last one to have it under control. And I think, uh, I mean, there's still time for them to screw it up. But why did you real- think that? Because I agree, and I have a specific reason for it. Why did I think that they were going to screw it up the most? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a number of reasons. The, the fact that they... You already saw within the first week, like I said in the last episode, you have players walking out of the bubble to go pick up takeout and you have players t- uh on twitter you know hitting up you know people to come to the to the hotel rooms and things like that and i just ladies. didn't see it yeah. i didn't see it as a um it, it seemed like a recipe for disaster to me but i think that the real test is going to be when they start playing games can everybody you know if everybody's negative then i guess they can't pass it along but i, I think it's going to be about the people coming in and out too. I mean, what was your reason for um, thinking this was going to bomb? The celebrity status of NBA players. That I just, too. I it's guess, just like yeah. being able to say no to these guys. It's just, I, I don't know. It's uh, I'm I'm just confused who like the you, you hear these descriptions of these mall cops who are like at every stop along the way and how hard it will be for people to do this. Someone's still going to try it. Someone's going to look someone dead in the face and try it. And, like, I mean, it is a pandemic, so maybe that rules. But, yeah, I'm just – I'm that plus, like, the, you know, the holes in the 
made made some sense. I don't know. I keep saying that if this is going to fall apart, it's going to fall apart while it's well underway. But also at a certain point, if we get a couple months into this, it's getting safer. We're losing players. We're losing personnel. We're losing people. So the, yeah, right. So technically speaking, after the eight games where seven teams are gone, uh, for the NHL. That's a lot, yeah. For the NHL, it's even more. You know, so it it's like the job gets easier for them. But, you know, with that, with – you know, we've seen it just amongst society with like things seeming a little better, a little easier, a little lighter. That's when people kind of start letting up. Yeah, letting up and do, doing yeah. less and, you know, not thinking before this, that and the other thing. So I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to see just seeing basketball on today, even for these 10 minute scrimmages was awesome. Um, I, I think they're just going to play on this plain court. I don't know what those painted floors next to each other were. I don't know if that was like a practice situation. Or what, but I don't know if that's going to change in the playoffs either. Um, but yeah, this this plain floor it it does feel a lot like uh, you know like Jack was was saying it feels a lot like summer league. Uh, you know, and yeah. he was saying that without seeing it. He he said it was. I think it's going to be a lot like summer league and not Vegas summer league. Summer league Orlando, and uh, yeah. I do, I do think it's a a lot like that. Um, and it was enjoyable. I mean, they talked about all these crazy camera angles and whatever. I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't blown away by any of that. <laughs> um, but it, it's cool. It's crazy. It's crazy to have sports back in any capacity. And, um, you know, even if we just get a couple of weeks of this, it's, it's nice. It's really nice to see people back on the floor. They do, they need, they needed these three scrimmage games. If that's anything to be proven, you're just seeing a lot of people losing the basketball, uh, and like cold. And, uh, I was watching one of the broadcasts and, uh, I think Ryan Harris was on talking about how it's a lot different playing basketball when the other person you're playing against does not care about your well being, Uh, and that's a different <laughs> thing than just scrimmaging against your team or anything like that. So yeah, right. There is a, there is a extra step of pace of play that scrimmaging your teammates can't really accomplish you. Uh, and you're, you know, you're seeing the rust out there, but yet <clears throat> like Jamel talked about at the top of the cast, the nuggets rolled out a five center lineup and I I couldn't I don't know what I was looking at I don't know if they think this is a joke that they got to do these scrimmage I don't know if they just wanted to literally throw this lineup that maybe they would roll out and see because honestly if they roll that out there is a chance that that could screw up everyone else I mean can they keep up with people not really but they could score on everyone yeah it was, it was interesting it's fascinating and it was it was something that I was like did is this just what like Mike Malone sat and thought about for the last four months? Is this what if you give a coach his his living room for four months he does? You know he just sits and plots these types of things. So I don't know what if situ what if scenarios that now he's actually doing. Yeah, and just to see like to, that was the first game of the day and the first game to the return of you know even just scrimmage basketball. But uh, you know it makes you it makes you wonder about what they're gonna do. You know these coaches have had a lot of time. By themselves, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Brad Stevens is probably gonna have some crazy ATOs after this. I imagine, you know, it's just yeah. It's like you gotta think like what what is what is Bill Belichick? What would he be thinking about in the in a time where he just has time to plot the playoffs? Yeah, essentially, you know, like what type of situation would he have done? And you you would imagine that that's what a lot of coaches would do, but he's sort of on a different level. But um, it's just they've had so much time to try to think up things that might give them the, you know, one step ahead of another team. And who knows, maybe it'll pay off and you'll start seeing some different things like down the road. Yeah. Uh, it's the, it, it starts making me kind of think about, 
You remember when they were talking about potentially having, like, in baseball, a starter for, like, two innings and then the, the actual pitcher so that they had more – they had a better chance in their out, in their outing for, like, six or seven innings instead of, like, not the two innings at the beginning that don't matter? Yeah. You know, it's, like, different game plans for things that – maybe they wouldn't have normally tried, but now they have the chance. I love it, man. Turn these sports on their head in a way that is still the along the f- same rules. It's just... Yeah. I think that's cool, cool stuff. And also, we can confirm for th- for everyone listening that, uh, that baseball is back as well. I know that for sure because the Red Sox played last night and blew like a four-run lead and ended up losing the game, so it's definitely back. Oh, and the Red Sox are back to... Well, I mean, it's still late nineties, but like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 dope. Oh man, yeah, baseball—that's a thing that's gonna happen. <laughs> I can't believe they're going stadium to stadium. Shout out to the Buffalo Blue Jays. Um, I don't know if they're actually gonna end up playing there. Yeah, I don't think they are, but I wish they would. It's got a ring to yeah. it that I enjoy. I mean, they might as well just start playing there because nobody cares about them in Toronto either. But. Yeah. Anyways, not a baseball podcast. Not a baseball podcast. Thank goodness. Thanks for thanks to us, and uh, you're welcome to all of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, man. I mean, it, nothing, nothing really super developed since the last time we we spoke. But it's just you know, it's happening. Stuff's getting underway here. Uh, more Bruins are back at practice. That's great. Yep. Um, I don't know if if McAvoy came back today, but he's been missing the last couple days as well. Um, Pasta and, and Kashe st- definitely still aren't back. Um, Tuca's dealing with a lingering issue uh, already. I don't know if yeah, you heard about that. I the, did. the finger. Yeah. He says it still hurts when he catches pucks. That's great. Yeah, that's really good. But, yeah. I mean, he's practicing here and there. And I think that, you know, I, I, I got to be honest, I could. If, if Tuca went down, which I really hope he doesn't, I'm just saying. I could ride Halak the whole way. I I feel super confident with him that he is he is a great goaltender and that he would do, um, you know, just as just as good uh, as Tuca, maybe a little bit less. But I think that he absolutely has what it takes to be a starting goalie in this league, which he has shown in the past, um, as he's played on probably six different teams. But I think that he is an amazing backup to have, and the, and the one two that we have for goaltending is you know, second to none in the league. Yeah, exactly. So at least we have a good option in the back end of, of that. Um, if Tuca is to kind of play it safe and play every other game or whatever it may be. And not that he didn't play well last season, last postseason because he, he did, but maybe it's something that would look good for us down the stretch. Yeah, I agree. Giving Tuca a little bit of rest here and there and, um, I feel like maybe. coaches are still are always so hesitant to, um, you know, roll out two goal goaltenders in the playoffs, especially when someone's right. got the hot hand. But when someone's got a broken hand, I feel like all bets are off a little bit. Well, it, it's funny because I think I remember Cassidy getting interviewed at one point, and they asked him something about, you know, would you ever try um, switching up goaltenders, and you know, in in the postseason, and he goes, well, somebody's got to try it at some point. Why not me? So I think I love that. I think that he would be willing to do that if if he thought that the right situation came about. Makes sense. Makes sense. But so 
as this is the second episode this week, we did tend to talk a lot about the bubble last week or last episode, and uh, and there's not a whole lot of, unfortunately, positive or or real updates for the Bruins right now. No, um, they do have a couple more practices this week before they head off to Toronto, and then next week, I mean, I think we have we got some games. Let's go. I'm ready. I want to see the puck yeah. drop. It'll feel good seeing seeing the guys on the courts in Orlando. Felt good last week. Seeing them play felt great today. I just got to see. I need I need the NHL travel to happen, and then I'll start yeah. feeling better. And I feel like then we can, you know, once we see who arrives and if and when Pasta and Kashe can get back on the ice, uh, then I think we can start breaking down for you guys. You know, what, what where we think this off off season is going to go. But until we know those things, until we have all these hypotheticals locked, nailed down, it almost just feels like a bunch of what ifs. Yeah, and it, it is weird too. Like with just watching some of the baseball and some of the basketball, it although the the world is still kind of crazy right now, and and this pandemic is still going on, it's not over. It gives you a little bit more normal like feeling watching some of these games that there's sports again, and it's 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 nice because you know it's it's something that you don't realize that you miss until you don't have it for when it's supposed to be going on. Um, so it's cool to be able to get some of this back and make, you know, hopefully people feel a little bit more, um, you know, happy with getting to see their teams play again. Yeah. So, but as you said, I mean, we'll, we'll be updating on the next episode with some, some better updates. And by that time, the, the NHL will most likely be traveling to Toronto or will have already been in Toronto and there will be some sort of update on whether or not, you know, did Pasta even travel with the team or did he even travel at all? Like, what's the deal? So um, hopefully we can get into that on the next episode and, hopefully it's and good maybe, news. Even ha- maybe even have another guest. Who knows? We're, we're calling you guys. Watch out. Yeah, if you guys want to talk to us, um, send us a message and we will give you a call and we'll talk about whatever team you want to talk about. Um Baseball, hockey, whichever. I mean, basketball or hockey, not baseball. We don't care about that. Right. We, we'll give you so. more than 30 seconds on here, too. So Yeah, yeah. Hop on, everybody. Everybody's welcome to the balcony chatter. Yeah. But, uh, All right. Well, we'll catch up then. All right, man. Thank you again to Jamel. Airbuds Pod. Check it out. Uh, and uh, at Broccoli House on Instagram. Stri- Definitely. We'll, we'll be linking it for you guys. All right, man. Well, take care, man. I'll talk to you uh, top of next week. All right, buddy. Didn't see it coming, got me hanging on by a thread. It was all in my head. Watched too many movies.